worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Coach, thanks for joining us. How's practice been so far for you this week? Pretty good. Pretty good. We've had a good week of practice and, uh, you know, got one more. And tomorrow's going to be challenging because we have the pep rally and the parade and all that stuff. So just trying to stay focused and make sure we got to do what we got to do. I can't imagine how difficult that had to be losing a game to another rival. As I told Kenny the week before the Maslin game, what was yep. your message to your team after that game? How do you get them prepared for this week? Well, I mean, the, I guess the, the, the silver lining in that whole situation is it is Maslin week. And so it's not like mm-hmm. we're trying to get ready for, you know, another game. I mean, you know, this is the game. And so, um, you have to have a short memory. So I think the fact that, you know, we're playing who we're playing kind of help us uh, refocus rather quickly. Coach, do you think your your team was peeking ahead a little bit? It's human nature. It, I've seen it not just at the high school level, but at the collegiate level and even at the professional level. Do you think they were peeking ahead a little bit or no? I don't think so. You know, I, I just think, you know, you know, first, you know, Glen Oak had a great game plan. You know, Glen Oak played lights out. They've gotten better every week. They kind of remind us of, of our situation last year, starting off slow, figuring some things out, and just getting better. And, you know, they matched up with us pretty well on the perimeter. Um, you know, they have just as much skill as we do. And so um, I just think, you know, they executed their game plan better, and we didn't help ourselves, and things just kind of went how they went. Coach, the way the school has been consolidated three times now, it seems like, mm-hmm. when we went down from four schools down to two, from two down to one, and now we've got one Kent McKinley High School. What has changed during this week from when you played, and you were a member of this team back in the late 90s, this week? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think much has changed. Uh, you know, the expectation is still – you know, no matter what the record is, no matter what the situation is, you, you can throw that out the window. Um, there's, you know, I don't think I think it changes. You know, we didn't have a, a downtown pep rally. We used to have the bonfire, but, you know, we didn't have the pep rally and the parade uh, like we do now. But I think that's the only change that we've had. Is there a little bit of you, and we hear this all the time, the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry where Buckeyes might practice a little bit harder at the end of every practice. There's a couple of minutes that are just designated towards beating that team up north. Is there anything at the McKinley practices that at the end of the day you say, okay, let's get in one more sprint, let's get in one more drill in preparation for that team to the west? I think that's more off-season for us. Um, in season, I try to get my guys to put their blinders on every week and just focus at one game at a time and go on one and zero every week. Um, and so, but definitely the off season once January hits, we're um, we're focused on week ten. Coach, I look back at, at this rivalry. Right, this is uh, your third go round as the head coach. Okay, uh, you were up 
two years ago at halftime, right? And then they came out and, and had a strong second half. Last year, it's only a 10-point game. So you've had a chance in both games, right? You were in both games. How much do you take from that with the kids that maybe have been around for those games as um, uh, using that as, I guess, motivation and experience going into this week's game? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we definitely mentioned just that, you know, trying to put two halves of football together. Um, not just week 10, but in general, we, we struggled with that this whole season. Um, just trying to put two halves of football together. Um, we usually come out strong and then kind of fade after halftime where we kind of slow to get things going and then we kind of wake up at halftime. So um, being able to, to match Maslin's intensity, physicality, and execution, we have to play four quarters of football. I give you guys all the credit in the world because as a coach in today's game, Talk a little bit about from being a disciplinarian to being a player's coach. How can you wear both hats? Uh, you know, it's it's hard sometimes. Um, you know, and, and I think every coach um, kind of battles that, especially with with younger players. Um, you know how to how to hold that firm line and make guys um, reach the standard that you're trying to set, but also not be so hard on them that they, they eventually just tune you out and stop listening to you. And so, um, you know, each situation is its own. Each player is their own. But, you know, ultimately, if you treat everybody the same and have the same expectation, you'll have success. Coach, when you put the film on and watch Maslin, what jumps off that film the most to you? Uh, just how, how well they execute. I mean, you know, they – they don't do a lot, but what they do, they do really, really well. Um, they run the ball, and they have, um, you know, one of the best, I think, defensive boxes in the state. Um, so it's, it's hard to run on them. So, you know, what jumps off is me is that, you know, they're physical up front on both sides of the ball. Offense can get the run game going in, in several different ways, and it's, uh, it's pretty difficult to get the run game going against that defense. How much is the extra day of preparation to help you getting ready for a game on a Saturday afternoon where you guys play all your games on a Friday night? Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and definitely, I mean, anytime you can get more prep time, that definitely helps. And so, um, you know, you have one more day to fine-tune everything and one more day to put the polish on and, Make sure guys are comfortable with all the systems and schemes, and hopefully we go out there execute at a high level. Happy to have with us the outstanding head football coach for the McKinley Bulldogs, Antonio Hall, getting ready for Saturday's 2 o'clock kickoff between McKinley and Maslin. We'll have the game for you, simulblasting it right here on WHBC and Mix 94.1, and you can also watch it live on our YouTube channel. Uh, you go to youtube.com, type in WHBC, and you'll be able to watch it live and also on demand after uh, the game is over and done with. Coach, one of the things that stands out to me, you know, I, I've been here now going on 10 years in Stark County, so I've been here for every year that Nate Moore has had his team here, and uh, he's always been about the lines of scrimmage. You already talked about that, right? Uh, and they've been very good at the line of scrimmage. But this year it seems like with the one Owens. He gives them something they have not had, and that is a legitimate dual-threat quarterback who uh, can run it to run the ball, scramble, but also can throw the football. Do, do you see that as well in one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's an electrifying player. Um, he's very sound, um, and he makes a lot of people miss. And so we're going to have to tackle well. We're going to have to um, – 
make sure that we have a hat for a hat and we're gap sound because if you give him space, he can get gone quick. Yeah, he can, and I, I saw that uh, numerous times, especially when we did the game against uh, St. Ed's. Uh, he's able to make plays with his feet uh, or with his arm. Coach, Kenny gave some staggering numbers earlier about how many times this team over there has beaten the McKinley Bulldogs in this rivalry game over the last 10 or 11 years, which leads me to consistency and culture. Mm-hmm. From now that they removed the interim tag from your uh, title two, three years ago, and all of a sudden – the team seems to be responding well, and even the crowds seem to be coming back to McKinley a little bit. Talk about where the program was when you took over the head coaching job to where it is now and what the end game could be. Um, well, I mean, you know, when we took over, it was a catastrophe. It's probably the lowest point in, um, in the program's history. Um, I think we had something like 20 guys, you know, leave the program and um, it was a divided locker room because, you know, you had some guys, a lot of guys who felt those coaches should have stayed. And, um, you know, you had other guys who were, you know, trying to buy into what, you know, we were trying to say and trying to move forward. And so it was, um, it was definitely a rough first couple of years. But, um, you know, now that the guy's been around us for a couple of years, um, they understand that, you know, it all starts with discipline and um, execution and, you know, have, have really good off season last year, with, you know, first full year with our strength coach who's here now doing a great job. And you just, you just see it coming more and more, you know, guys are bigger, stronger, faster, smarter, more accountable. Um, and you just hope that continues to grow as, as we continue to move forward. Coach, your senior year was what? 98. Uh, my senior year, senior season was 99. 99. All right, because I'm going back, and I'm thinking back to when you played and, and how you did as a member of the McKinley Bulldogs, and you did pretty well in this rivalry. Do you bring that up, your experience in the game, as you're talking to the players about the significance of this series and what it took for you guys when you played and were a member of state championship teams and teams that beat Maslin? Well, I, I try to bring up experience. You know, I, I don't try to try to compare or, you know, live in the past. But, you know, just talking about, uh, you know, how intense this game is, how emotional this game is, how, you know, you wait all year to get here, kickoffs at 2 o'clock, and literally with a blink of an eye and a snap of a finger, it's 5 o'clock and you're either at your highest high or your lowest low. And so just trying to take it all in, trying to appreciate it, but at the same time, keep things in perspective, and just play a hell of a football game. Antonio Hall is the head football coach at Camp McKinley. Big game this weekend. 134th renewal of the biggest high school football rivalry in the country, in the world, obviously. Coach, earlier this season, they had a reunion for one of those state championship teams. Might have been the national championship team. I can't remember. 98-90. Okay. So when those guys all come back and they had the reunion, I was lucky enough, honored to be there on the field with you guys do those alumni get a chance and an opportunity to talk to your team? And if so, how has it responded? I mean, they they come throughout the year. Uh, you know, and some of those guys are, are around. Some of those guys are um, have been a member of my staff or are members of my staff. And so, um, you know, there's there's always some sort of, of gold nugget of wisdom that those guys drop on the guys. It's not just, you know, one time a year when this week happens. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have a few guys around who 
are here for our guys to mentor our guys and kind of help them push forward with their careers. Coach, last thing, we'll let you go, and we appreciate the time. Uh, if you're going to snap that losing skid, right, get back on the winning side of this great rivalry, what are some of the keys? Give me two or three things you guys must do in, in order to get the win over at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Um, focus, be disciplined, execute at a high level, and don't look at the scoreboard, don't look at the clock, look at the grass in front of you and the guy beside you and go play ball. Simple as that. Go Coach, best it. of luck. Go get that <laughs> bell, will you? Let's <laughs> go. <the> <laughs> Coach, thanks for making the time. We'll talk to you on Saturday afternoon. Best of luck. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Focus, discipline, and execution.